is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Well, it must be the 2020 season here for the Dallas Cowboys because things certainly change really quickly around here yesterday wasn't really that fun town going around here it was pretty cold now it's a beautiful day it's still the break and i know it's episode 55 because yesterday it was 54 i'm nick eatman amber garcia david hellman derek not with us today but this is the fun town rv tailgate at the tostitos championship plaza and a lot more fun than yesterday it's a nice yeah. beautiful day we got people out here on the field you know and we're at the star at the tostitos plaza it actually like you probably want to be out here today as opposed to yesterday. I mean, We're just adapting on the fly, man. I love it, it. It was actually weird to see nobody out here because usually this is a this is a spot where a lot of kids will come and play, and I don't know what the school situation is. I guess, you know, some kids. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get a ball. Oh, yeah. Or something. Be on alert. Be on high <laughs> alert. Yeah, yeah. This is there's a little soccer game going on here. But anyways, this is a fun place to 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 be if you want to you know if you want to come out and enjoy this whole uh, Star District here, all the restaurants and all this. Um, you know, this is just a, a nice area here for in Frisco, and uh, this is it's a it's a beautiful day. I actually we couldn't have said this yesterday. This is this is what I like. This is what they had in mind over here, Brett Jeffries who got this together here for the RV tailgate. This is exactly what they thought. This is what I think about when I think about, like, a Friday during football season. Yes. The weather is gorgeous. It's the last day of the, you know, the last day you really got to work. Football on all weekend. You can wear a hoodie. You Halloween know, tomorrow night. Halloween. Just forget about the global pandemic and the, the very bad Cowboys team that we're about to talk about. And life's still pretty good, you know. Yeah, That's you know, kind of my point. Speaking of Halloween... Jerry Jones said in his uh, in his radio hit today on 105.3 The Fan, he said, you know, it's his favorite holiday. He said he loves the tricks. So a he lot did. of bad comments on Twitter. He said, I, I love <laughs> tricks. I think he was referring to trick plays. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, going up to Philadelphia with a seventh-round rookie quarterback who, I th- what, he threw, how many passes did he throw on Sunday? Three? Yeah. Yeah, I think pull out all the stops, Jerry. I don't think you're giving anything away if that's what you were hinting at. I think people kind of already guessed that. All right, let, let's get to that part. Um, Andy Dalton's status. You just said Ben DiNucci is probably going to start. So based off of what Mike McCarthy said, and he was on the radio for the fan this morning, and then he talked to the media. It seemed like a different tone in just an hour and a half because it, 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 earlier this morning, about 7 a.m., it was – We'll see. We'll see what happens on Saturday. It doesn't look like there's a lot of seeing going on. Well, McCarthy does his Friday morning radio hit at like 6.30, and, you know, that's when they're just getting to work. So he's got two or three hours to meet (laughs) with the trainers. And how's Andy feel? Not good? Okay, cool. (laughs) And that's the great thing about Jerry, too, is he's like, yeah, Andy will be ready next week. He's like, okay, cool. We can just dispense with the fake drama. Like, I think from the moment Andy got hit, on Sunday, you probably should have been like, he will not be back against Philly. Uh, so I, I don't expect him to play. I don't know if he's going to travel. Uh, typically, I feel like guys with concussions probably don't. You probably don't want to 
put that strain on him. You know, I think I think he actually will because I I think this is going to come down to not practicing a whole week. Like like I I don't think he'll be ready to play. But I I mean they had to get this other guy ready to play, and because of that, it's not just a this isn't just Dak to Dalton. This is Dalton to Danucci, and you've got to figure out all these you know different things. I mean, I there's probably doing a lot of different things to get him ready. So the the whole offense has changed this week, I would imagine. So therefore, I, I bet you Dalton maybe goes. He maybe even is active, but I don't think you he think? plays. That's going to be very surprising. I mean, and, and I don't know much about concussions. Like, how do you fully evaluate that? It's such a they've got a they call it a protocol because it's a whole battery of tests. Yeah, that it, they it's make something you do. very very. Um, you have to be very careful with that and what it implies. So. I just don't – unless you know for sure that he would be able to be on the field, there's no reason to make him travel at all. And especially with all this COVID stuff, I, I don't think that they – I mean, they take the, the pra- is practice this a, squad guys. Is but. this an Eatman special? Like, no, are, no, it really isn't. Because I, I, would, I would be kind of shocked if he's active. Just I mean, if why give him a jersey if he can't go into the game? And hey, Okay, you know what? Again, I'm just speculating. Maybe he's not even. Maybe he just travels, and maybe he's not active. Yeah, that, I mean, if they feel it, it, and again, like Amber said, like you, no two concussions are the same. And you know, if he's if he's still not feeling great, maybe you don't want to put him on an airplane and right. subject him to all of that. But like, if he feels fine, and it's really just the safety aspect of it, and not his own symptoms, then maybe he goes, and you know, it, it definitely. If he's available to go and be a veteran voice for Danucci to listen to, right. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. I don't mean to bash your question, but why does it matter? What do you mean? Why does it matter? It, it, I mean, why are we here trying to guess? Well, who are your he, three quarterbacks that are going to the game? Because they've taken three <laughs> quarterbacks to every game this year. Every game. Even Garrett Gilbert last week was there. So who are the three quarterbacks? Yeah, but if he can't travel? play, he can't play. Well, I'm saying who I, I still think he travels though. Okay. I think he travels. I don't know. If he can go, I would I would support that because Ben needs all the help he can right. get. You know, another thing that Jerry said this week or said today was about this game, the trade deadline is next week. He yes. said nothing is gonna nothing from this game is going to affect what happens. In the trade deadline now. Hey, maybe that's the trick. Maybe he has a, a trade trick up his sleeve or something. You know, it's funny. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to heap. I don't want to heap fuel onto that fire. <laughs> but like, it's funny in retrospect the things that you remember because I remember um, in 2018 they played Washington, and I remember hearing while we were already like we were at FedEx Field and somebody kind of whispered to me like. Don't be like, don't be surprised if there's some movement when we get back to Dallas. Like, you know, this team needs a wide receiver. Just have that on your radar. And I was like, really? And they did it before we even got back from Washington. So, um, may I mean maybe, but I I tend to doubt it. I don't. I, I, and to that point, to Jerry's point, is like, you know what this team is right now. Like, what can they teach you something new on Sunday that's going to prompt you to go out and do some crazy deal? I don't think I buy that. Do you? No, no. Well, what if? What if it's the other way? I mean, I hate to say like what if they win, but I mean like if they if they do end up winning the game, which and we're going to talk about our picks later and I don't know if if you guys are even thinking that that's close to happening, but does that change 
your thought process or Jerry's thought process of like, all right, because you win, you're you're in first place. Do they want to add to this and say, all right, let's let's do something here, try to, to you know make this better? I I wouldn't at least not again like not like drastic resources again you know we've kind of talked about this is if you can trade for a guy who's still on his rookie deal who's under club control who he can be a part of the future mm-hmm. and the present that is a narrow group of players yeah, by the way yeah there's not many of those that's not that's not that is a that's like five guys um I don't I mean okay let's say they win and they're in first place Andy Dalton comes back next week like your offensive line is still a mess you don't you're not going to have your tackles for the rest of the year um, I, I get. I mean, if the defense just plays like Doomsday on Sunday night, maybe I'll have to change my mind. But, <laughs> but I like. But does any? Even if they win, does anybody believe the defense is just going to look great? No, because then mm-hmm. then they'll they're just going to pour it in on how bad the Eagles really are. Sure, and they are. I mean, and like it's like you just beat a bad Eagles team. Get give it your best effort. I mean, in this bad division, I like tanking. I'm tanking's dumb. No. Give it your best effort if you can, but that doesn't mean you have to spend valuable resources on a season that's probably not going to go where well, you want like to. Well, and like I said not too long ago, I mean, okay, cool, you won the NFC East title, but then where does that get you right. once you start oh. facing the other opponents? I mean, there's like you mentioned, Dave, there are so many different aspects that are wrong with this team right now that let's say a simple trade, that's not – I just cannot see it. It's not going to fix all the issues, and – it's it's tough and not to be pessimistic and yes you want to keep the hope alive and keep fighting keep pushing but at the same time it's just it's very hard to visualize that right now yeah I, I think I think any kind of trade that comes up next week is a trade that would happen if you were you know f- five and two or I mean like it have to would just work regardless of the situation like you said I mean there's not many guys that most of the league thinks, Oh, he's he's still he's got a lot of value, but his own team really doesn't. He's kind of given up. That's what happened, sort of, with Amari Cooper. I mean, it was like everyone thought he was still, other than the Raiders, everyone thought, oh, he he can still play. But that was also that was a unique circumstance where John Gruden he signed a ten year contract and was like, all right, I, I'm going to get rid of these guys that don't fit what I want my team to be. And I don't know if there's a team that fits that mold right, right. now in the NFL landscape. So I. Fans wanted it to be Dallas. Well, you know, for and I mean that. Okay, I don't buy that either. I don't either. But I don't think there's a big money guy on this team that could fetch you a price that would make it worth it. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say this yesterday too, and and, and a lot of our fans understand the salary cap. I mean, because it's it's not an easy thing to understand. But like, you can't just. But there's a lot of fans that do not. That they, they think that if you just trade a player, you're getting rid of his contract. Like, oh, you know, like, just get rid of Zeke or get rid of D-Law. They don't understand that that money goes automatically on your cap. You you take the hit, not the other team. They just take the salary. You take all the hit that you gave them, all this guaranteed money. There's no way you can trade D-Law or Zeke or cut them or anything right now. I mean, if you just absolutely, no ifs, ands, or buts, he's got to be off my team, you could do it. But now you're trading Zeke Elliott for – a third round pick and right. incurring that dead money on your cap and you get a you get a third round pick out of no yeah. that's not I'd rather worth just it. get and the that's money. that's you trying to get rid of the like better ish player on your roster you know for someone else like you you need to create some type of balance i mean what are you going to trade him for that's really i i am not bought into this whole like oh 
Zeke's career is going downhill type of trend, no. but I think it, it's just just like everyone but else on this team. They're just having issues right now. But I agree. I agree with you. But between between what their salaries are and what they're de- like, you know, what they would do to your salary cap if you traded them, and what they've put on the field, you're just not going to get that much. And re- there's one guy on this team that would fetch you a heavy price. His name's Dak Prescott, and he wouldn't do it right now because he's recovering from that injury. Like I just, I just don't think they're in a beneficial situation in that regard right now. I don't even think Zach Martin could get you that. I mean, maybe I'm not saying you would trade him, but I mean, what what could you get for Zach Martin? First round pick, maybe. Yeah, late first best first. guard in football who's still like in yeah. his prime. I th- maybe, but again, like, but why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, he's already yeah. somebody yeah. just That's just tuned in, like, like right now, that? just no. tuned in and said, "Would you trade that?" No, we're not. We're Which, not talking about. It. We're talking the, about that nobody's tradable. At the risk of sounding like a sunshine pumper, I think I said this on on our on our affiliate on one hundred five point three earlier this week. Is like, I think this team reminds me of the eighteen forty niners more than a team that just needs to absolutely blow everything up. Like the Niners lost Garoppolo and a bunch of other guys early in that season, and they had an awful year. And, I mean, that's what happens when you lose that many guys. But they turned around, they drafted Nick Bosa, two overall, they added a bunch of other talent, and they got to the Super Bowl the next year. Now, I'm not suggesting the Cowboys will get to the Super Bowl next year. I need proof of that. But, like, Jerry said it today. Like, the core of this roster is still pretty good. They just need to, A, clean up some things, deal with some talent issues, most notably on defense, and There's also get the, the healthy. intangible. There's also the intangible, the attitude, the, oh, yeah. the motivation, the working as a team, because no, I've all seen of that's, some attitude that needs some work. All of that is very real, but it's also very fixable, I think, mm-hmm. I, I, this, this in the offseason. This 2015 for me. Yeah. Like, just the fact that, like, this team was bad early before the, you know it was bad and then it got really bad with with without a quarterback you get a high draft pick you get a high well i would say you get a high second round pick but they didn't really use it because Jalen Smith year. didn't play but i mean you you can get some some players and next thing you know you get these tackles back and everything i think next year could be really good i hate That's, talking like that we're, we're you know about we to go say play that every freaking year like oh. yeah, but, but this is, okay. no but no this no was a every, good football every team. oh next year is the well, year we don't know that for sure. We don't know. I think this. I think this team would have been a good football team. I really do. This year, with I mean, a lot of ifs. I mean, like, at what point do they, you, they, they lost to the Rams? I think the Rams are a good team. But at, but at what point do you draw that? I agree with you. But at what point do you draw that line? Like that goes back to the whole. They were, you know, they didn't have Lyle Collins, but they were a watermelon kick away from losing to Atlanta, who is not a good football right. team. They got maybe. destroyed. Maybe. No, no, they're, no, not. they're not. They're not. <laughs> they got destroyed by the Browns, which you know they were already hurt then, but they still had Dak. I, I, I think they were probably a middling football team before all of the injuries happened, and now they're just not. All right, good. We're gonna we're gonna take our first break here. We're gonna actually talk about the Cowboys and Eagles game. We can talk about next year. We have a lot of games later this year. I think we'll be able to talk about just, the future. I think it's that's a fitting a, topic of conversation for the week before the trade deadline. It is. is where does this team think it is? Yeah. And as bleak as it looks right now, I don't think it's as bleak as some people want to suggest. Okay, we'll we'll take a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the injuries and also like when these guys are coming back. What does that actually look like? We'll get their status, but also, what does it look like? We'll be right back here on the Cowboys break. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. 
Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. It's funny. As we travel places, often we find the places we want to travel aren't really places at all. They're people. They're grandparents, moms, old friends, and new nephews. That's why at American Airlines, we've been using enhanced cleaning measures so you can feel confident every step until you get to them. So, as always, our people can't wait to take you to yours. American Airlines. You are why we fly. To the break. We are back here at the RV <laughs> tailgate, Funtown RV tailgate here at the Tostitos Championship Plaza. And all of a sudden, all a big soccer game that we had out here is gone, it's just like yesterday, other than the sunshine. I got Dave, Amber, I'm Nick Eatman, and we've got Derek Eagleton. Derek? What's up? What's up, Y'all man? You yes. just you couldn't bear to to not be with us. You got no, actually, what, what happened was our producer, Chris Beam, hit me up. I was listening. He hit me up in the first segment and said, can you save these guys? And I, I was like, yeah, whatever you guys need, I'm here for you. Same, and, huh? um, I thought you were about so, to say something serious and real. but okay. <laughs> so, so I decided I'd jump on wow. and save you guys. I mean, I've heard of throwing someone under a bus. You just threw Chris under the <laughs> RV here that he's in here working. <laughs> wow. How's it going, no, I miss you guys. I missed you guys. I was ready to get back on the air. You know, so I was. Uh, you know what I thought, ahead. really, Derek? I thought, you know, you, 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 and I both. We we like to pick the blue and silver team usually when it when it works. I thought maybe that you didn't want to pick the other team, so you just decided <laughs> not to be on the show. Oh no! I was going to put it on Twitter or somewhere <laughs> that I'm not picking the Cowboys this week. So wow. I, I'm wow. sorry, I'm killing the final segment, but no, that's okay. I, I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Not this week. Not this week. I can't do it. Well, I mean, n- nobody can. I mean, I mean, yeah. you're not gonna. I mean, this is this is my point. Who's the Eagles quarterback? Wentz. Okay. Well, I mean, it's easy. I mean, if you don't if you don't really say who the quarterback is, and if it is, it's a seventh round pick who's never started a game. The disrespect for Nucci Main. Right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I've already heard your score. Oh no, I'm not gonna pick the Cowboys <laughs> to win. But doesn't it, even smell like a touchdown. No, but it. like it's it's. You know, I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday. Like, in time, like you can either be miserable about the current situation, or you can just embrace it and try to 
find the fun in it. And it is fun that a kid, you know, a seventh round rookie from Pennsylvania is going to have a chance to go up and start against the Eagles. If he, you know, if he's not good and they get killed, well, that's kind of what you expected. If, but, but if he's amazing and, you know, even if they don't win, maybe he plays great and, and that's a cool story. So now you just got to find the fun. Now that we're talking about Dinucci, I wanted to bring this up. I don't know if it's just me or if you guys maybe are getting that same feeling too, but I feel like after hearing from starting last week, after hearing the way that players have been speaking about the quarterback, for some reason, I feel like they somehow back up Ben DiNucci a lot more than Andy Dalton. Do you get that feeling? Like too? they're gonna Ooh. run over if he gets if he Ooh. gets hit and his helmet like falls there's off. Ju- there's just I, there's like a different dynamic about it. The way they they have been responding, I'm like, hmm. It seems to me that they like DiNucci better than Andy Dalton. You're you're always trying to stoke controversy. I'm not. Like you're I'm, always. Every time I hear them speak, it, no. it's just they speak a completely different way when talking about Dinucci. I will. I agree with you. I'm not ready to say that they like him more than they like Andy Dalton, but there has been this fun, confident vibe. Dinucci himself, like, I think I hate. I'm not trying to compare him to Romo as a player, but like he's kind of got that yes. cocky smugness to him that Romo had. Exactly. He, he he sounded completely unfazed by being on the QB one call with the media. He right. was cracking jokes and he was like, uh, "I forgot your question. Sorry." Um, you know, they asked him about his forty time and he was like, "Oh yeah, like I, I had the wind at my back." Just like you, and it's not like he. So Romo. It's not like he went to freaking. Yep. You know, he didn't go to Ohio State or Notre Dame. Like he's not used to a bunch of reporters wanting to talk to him. He went to James Madison, and so that was impressive. And then you know, Michael Gallup is like, he's slinging that thing around, man. Like, there's definitely a fun vibe. I don't know if it means they like it more than they like Andy Dalton. I mean, you like when you're having fun, so they yes, relate, you they, go with the. But they relate to him. Andy yeah. Dalton's 32 years old or 31, younger whatever. Guy. This is a younger guy, and Fits he's just better. like, yeah, he, he what? Fits better Fits with better. them. Derek. Yeah, here's also the thing to consider. Like, I, I think what we got to remember is, like, sometimes these kinds of quarterbacks, what we've heard of him is, is the profile on him, scouting report, is that he is a, a guy with a big arm. He's a guy that's willing to take some chances. He's a guy that can, can play off script. So he can he can scramble a little bit. Those kind of guys tend to, to 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 bring a little bit of excitement to a practice as well, right? Because they can make a play here and there, and the vets look at him like, "Wow, okay, that's that's cool." He makes the throw downfield, and they're like, "Wow!" And then he gets out of some trouble and makes the play, and like, "Wow!" The the issue becomes when the other defense is actually hitting him, and and now he's having to play off script, and he's having to play off script every single play because there's no time in the pocket and can he keep that pace up and keep making plays over and over and over again. Now the good side for the Cowboys is we've seen in the NFL where a young quarterback with those kinds of skills can initially start off playing pretty good. You know, he can win a couple games and turn a couple heads. It's when you have to do it for repeated weeks that it becomes a problem. So if you want to look on a bright side for the Cowboys this week, the bright side would be maybe, just maybe, they can pull a rabbit out of the hat and this guy can have one of those kinds of games. I wouldn't suspect that's probably going to happen with an offensive line as bad as theirs is, but that's where I think he can create that excitement that you may be hearing from some of the veterans. And let's also remember he is practicing against this defense. It's the same thing we heard during training camp where you start talking about the defensive end playing against this offensive line. It's, you know, it, it could be who he's playing against that's getting everybody a little bit excited. 
So let's just temper that a little bit until we see him up against an NFL caliber defense in a live game. You're saying Fletcher Cox isn't on the Cowboys defensive side of the ball? No, no, no. <laughs> he and Brandon Graham, they're not. They're not the guys that, that they're going to be facing, uh, that, they, that he's been facing all week, I don't think. You know, if, if you, I'll ask this for, for everybody. If you're Jim Schwartz, the Eagles defensive coordinator, and uh, uh, if, if he, do you think he would rather face Danucci, who's never started, but he doesn't know anything about, or Andy Dalton, who you can get a lot of tape on, even though he's a veteran and he's won games? That's a great question. That is a really good question. Um I think at Thank the end you. of the day, are you host. really are you really attacking the quarterback or are you really attacking the O line? I mean, they go together. I know that's yeah. kind of like a dumb statement, but here the weak area or weakest area, I think it's it's what the O line has not been able to do, which is protect your quarterback. So it just goes hand in hand, and I think that's that that's what you really look at here when you are facing or looking to face the Cowboys offense. It's like, okay, okay. this is the O line, this is the area we can penetrate and attack through and get to the quarterback. Okay, that's that's fair. The, the Eagles are going to be able to attack this Cowboys offensive line. So I'll ask Derek and, and Dave that part because you're right, offensive line that that's going to be a problem who, regardless who you had behind you, but. If you're the Eagles' defensive coordinator, do you worry more about a guy that is elusive that can that can maybe make plays when that happens when it breaks down, or a guy like like Andy Dalton who would aware who would be aware and recognize it better? I think, I mean, it, you know, in some way, it's probably nice for like to to play a guy like Dalton who you have an extensive book on how to play him and what he does well and what he doesn't do well. You know, for that matter, he's got a pretty abysmal track record of playing in prime time. Like that's a, that's a thing that goes back to Cincinnati. So maybe you would have some comfort in that, but I still think you'd rather play a rookie who's literally never done this, who is adapting to being QB one on five days notice. Uh, I think that's probably still preferable. Yeah. I think the question here is, um, is it easier or is it preferable? Right. Cause I don't think the answer is necessarily the same for both. It's probably easier to prepare to play Andy Dalton because you know you have years of experience and tape to tell you exactly what he's going to be. If you get pressure on him, then you can force him to, to not play as well because he doesn't play well under pressure. That was the scouting report that Bucky gave us, and that's what we've seen so far, right? Uh, the flip side of that is you don't really have a scouting report on uh, on Danucci. and And is he the kind of guy – I keep going back to this with Dak, and I know Danucci is not Dak, but there is a there is a sizable difference, obviously, in the production of this offense when Dak was in there and when Andy was in there. And I think, by and large, they've had similar offensive lines. I think people want to make this argument, well, Dak had most of his guys. No, he didn't. He started the season with, without Lyle. He didn't have Tyron for much of the time. Yeah, he had Zach, but the tackles were a problem from the beginning. And they were still able to move the ball effectively, and they were still able to pull up, put up a ton of points. So I just look at it, and I say there is a big difference right now. And I think part of that difference, not all of it, but part of that difference is in the fact that um, Dak is a guy that forces defense to respect the fact that he can get out of the pocket and he can run. And, and so they have to be thoughtful about that in how they come after him. That's not the case with Andy. So having the quarterback back there that can run, and it has the ability to get out of the pocket and seem, seemingly, based on what everybody's talking about, can actually run and maybe run faster than, than Dak. 
I think it's something that you have to consider now, and I'm interested to see at least this Sunday how much that factors in when uh, when their offense is trying to move the ball and, and how the defense has to attack Nucci, knowing that he has that ability. All right. We, I know we talked about this yesterday. We talked about the guys that are that were injured and what it's going to look like. We, still, you know, things change in, in 24 hours. Yesterday it was really cold, and Derek liked this. He wanted to be with this, so things change. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Zach, Martin, Joe Looney. Dave, you think that they will play? Um, Zach? Zach is playing. Zach's, Looney. I'm, I don't feel confident about Joe. So really quick, left to right, in your mind, what do you think it's going to look like? Start at left tackle. Cam Irving, Connor Williams, Tyler Biotish, uh, Zach Martin, and Terrence Steele. That's uh, that's what I think it will look like. That's not necessarily what I would do. You you think Steele's going to start? What? Why did like? <laughs> yes, because he's been so bad. Okay, he, he's been bad since the start. They love him. They like what if they were like they're just all of a sudden like yeah we're going to yank him. You know. Listening to Joe Looney yesterday, he was on the fan with with Brian Broadus. That thing was hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw this. Or heard uh, this. We texted about it. I didn't get to yeah, listen to pretty it. Pretty funny. But Looney basically made it sound like, "Hey, thanks, the young pups, for for holding down the line, and maybe you got some good reps if we need you again." I mean, he made it sound like he's playing. All right, let's go, Joe. And for I mean, put Joe at right guard and put Zach at right tackle. That's what I would do. Okay. Or 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 Connor McGovern. I don't really care. I think. I am ready to do something drastic. Like, I've been the guy that didn't want to move guards to tackle, but I think you need to at this point. I would play Zach Martin at right tackle in this game. Brandon Graham has killed various Cowboy quarterbacks in his career, and that scares me. I, I hope the coaching staff has learned a lesson about who, who they should play at right tackle, but I haven't seen a lot of evidence that suggests they have. Derek. Hey, guys, I, I have a question. Is yes. it a foregone conclusion that when Looney comes back, Biotis is going to remain at center and Joe's going to play at guard? No. No. I mean, that based on what Nick just said, maybe he's back at center, but I've been impressed Should by that Tyler. Be the case? No, I've been impressed by Biotis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think – I think it, it, this in in this case, if it's close, if it's if it's pretty close like this, then I do think you go for the younger guy that is going to you know definitely be here. I mean, if it's close, if it's not, then then no, you got to win games, and everybody in the locker room deserves to try to win the game. But I'm just saying, if it's a close thing, I think the younger guy usually wins. But if you keep talking about you know we we always hear this the whole like oh let's have your five best offensive yeah. linemen on the field. So if that's the case, I mean. You would want to keep the Adish there and then add Joe Looney somewhere, which would be at guard. So, still, we keep talking about him. Clearly, the the staff has but, a different perspective of him. Nobody in the NFL in the last four years that I know of has really tried to make Joe Looney a starter. Nobody. Right. No. So that's why it makes me wonder, like, is he really a better guard or is he, is he just a great option for a backup because he can play three spots on game day? I don't I, know. I mean – he hasn't been bad when he started. No, you're right. Uh, I mean, he he's, he was the starter for a, a playoff team in 2018. They did give up 56 sacks, but he played well enough to help him get there. Um, I mean, I would rather play him at guard and move a guard to tackle. Like, I, Biotish has been good, in my opinion. Not an O-line coach, but that's what I've seen. And, uh, yeah, to your, Joe's, on a, Joe's got nine right. games left on his contract, and Tyler Biotish has three more years. And... It's, it seems plausible that he's your starting center going forward. You might as well just just get in there, young buck, and get ready. 
All right, Derek, before you take us to break here, I want you to tell me what you think the defensive backs are going to look like. Cheeto's going to come back. Uh, what would you do there? Cheeto comes back. Were you, are you going to bench uh, Diggs? Do you want to play him on the other side? Anthony Brown is the third corner. What, what do you like there? Yeah, I think at this point I take this opportunity to be able to give Diggs uh, an opportunity to do a little walking from the sideline. Um, and that doesn't mean I don't play him at all. That means that, that he'd be my third cornerback, which, by the way, as we came into the season, I think that's what we all expected was that he was probably going to be your third cornerback uh, maybe by halfway through the season, he had gotten enough reps and seen enough stuff to where now he is more prepared to be a starter and maybe slide him in at that point. We did it in reverse. Now the time for him to be able to sit back and, and look a little bit and maybe learn from another vantage point um, and still get in there and play as a third cornerback. So I, I would definitely kind of scale him back a little bit. Again, I'm trying, I'm thinking about him as a future player. Right. I don't want to kill his confidence right now. And, He's taking a bit of a beating here. He has to play some good receivers, and he's taking a bit of a beating. I think I scale back on him a little bit and let him kind of catch his breath. Do you want to hurt Jalen Smith's confidence at all if Sean Lee comes back? Are we worried about (laughs) that? I'm really not worried about Jalen's confidence at this point. I think Jalen has that (laughs) No one's ever been Um, worried about his confidence. (laughs) (laughs) I think Jalen loves Jalen, and that's good. Everyone should uh, love themselves. But I think think that, yeah, if I get an opportunity to get Sean Lee back, I'm going Sean Lee, and I'm going Van Der Esch, and – to be honest with you, I'm I'm kind of judicious on how much I, I want to use Jalen. I'm good with using Joe Thomas in there, as opposed to, to just assuming that that Jalen's my third my third linebacker. I'm just and I've been saying this since early in the year. I'm just I'm I'm at this point pretty sold on the fact that Jalen Smith is just not playing good football. He's too sporadic. He'll make a play every once in a while, but then he'll have three or four bad plays, and I just think that's a big part of the problem they're having on defense. All right. We're going to go to break. Derek, you want to take us to break? Sure, let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll talk about, <laughs> I don't know what, whatever Nick and Amber and Dave have planned. We got we'll it. Right back we got to figure Cowboys. it out. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. 
Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Back to the break. Are you looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants. For more information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. This is exactly where we are. We're here at the Star District. We're also at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center. This is the Funtown RV tailgate, but right behind us is the Star District. Lots of great restaurants out there. Dave, what's your favorite? Oh, I'm a Mika Cena guy for sure. Yeah. I could eat I could eat there like every day, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Derek, I don't know. Derek, what's uh, your favorite? You know, what I will throw out is we had an opportunity uh, the last couple weeks to hit up uh, Wahlburgers. And we're going to yes. do it again this Sunday night, and I've, I've been kind of impressed with it. Yes. And I'm I'm kind of a snob when it comes to burgers. Kind of. You just said, kinda... stop it at snob. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh, man. No, 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 correct that. I am not a snob when it comes to regular life. Not at all. Just food. So You're right. Food, You're, yes, okay, all food, just not burgers. <laughs> yes, I am a, I'm a food snob for okay. sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I'm, I, will, I will live with that. All right. Let's play a game. Let's play a game called More or Less. More or less. All right. Um, should, let's start with this. Tony Pollard's touches. He's averaging 5.8 touches, offensive touches a game. Should he get more or less? You know, it's I'm the I'm the give Tony the ball guy, but, like, they've had so many problems. And I'm, just, I'm like, I, I can't even be bothered with something that far down the priority list. This week. But, well, no, it, I will say more. Like, he should get more. Oh, my God, we got bulldogs. He should Screw. be getting. Sorry. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, check it out. Sorry. Go dogs, sick him. Um, he should be getting he should be getting more snaps. He should get a dedicated series per half. Um yeah, I would give him the ball. I would try to get him the ball ten to twelve times this week. All right. What about anybody else wanna I'll 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 just point this at this will be at Amber. Jalen snaps. He's at one hundred percent. Should he be getting more than that or less? A cackle probably says it more than anything we could say. I don't know if you can go more, so but less. He should be on the bench okay. watching and learning how to do it. Not that he's going to be watching people a lot much better than him, but, man, he, I, I would have set him down a while back okay. just to make a point. Okay, also, I, I'm going to piggyback off that because this next one, Dalton Schultz, you also wanted to be off the team. Now I'm going to ask Derek. <laughs> 25 catches for Dalton Schultz. You think he should be getting more than that, or do you think that's that's about right? Uh, that's about right. I mean, with all the other weapons on this offense, that's, that's about right. I, to be honest with you, I'm very happy with the 25. I think the 25 is a great number for him through almost half the season. That, that was not what I would have expected at the point uh, when, when we thought he was, when we knew that he was going to have to be their starter. So I've been I've been pleasantly surprised with what he's been able to contribute from the standpoint of a pass catching tight end. I don't think that you can expect a lot more from him. All right, not right now. I'm gonna ask Dave this one. I know the answer, so everyone jump in. Danucci's swag, more or less? <laughs> like, does he need to show more? Does, does 
Do you like the swag? Oh, I love it. I mean, does he need the, does he need to temper it a little no, bit? Or, why? No, why? Like, like literally, Dave's shoes and say, "Really? Yeah." <laughs> but seriously, like, what what do you have to lose? Like, uh, uh, you're right. What's the what's the Les Miles quote that you love so much from when he was at Oklahoma State? Let her rip. Let it rip. Like you you are in a you. I mean, I hate to sound like a pessimist, but it's a damn near hopeless situation. You might yeah. as well go have some fun. Be more swaggy, honestly. And if you fi- if you find a way to win, talk your talk. Like I, yeah, why not? This the the way the place we are right now in this season is absurd. So you might as well just recognize it and try to have some fun. You're saying if he goes out and wins this game, he should just be, be Fitz, like Fitz Magic at the podium. It just yeah, put put on some aviators, make a you know D- CDs. You know what I mean? CDs, Lamb, just. Get after it. Have some so fun. So funny because he looks so young. He looks like he a little is. baby. He's I know a rookie. He, okay, I know, but he has like that baby little face, and then it's it's just <laughs> funny when someone has so much confidence. I would that, go up. It doesn't. If he if he finds a way to win, I would get on that call after the game and be like, "Yeah, what's up, PA? Yeah, you let me get out of here. That's yeah. your that's your bad idiots. I'm yeah. Ben Denucci. I would. It might be the greatest <laughs> moment of his career. Like he might not top it. So he should he should top. The Kurt Cousins, like you, you like, like that? that? Yeah, no, it should be like, "What's up, bitches?" Yeah, even I mean, on, even if he wins, he's probably back on the bench next week because Dalton will be back. Like literally, li- more swag, always more swag. All right, how about this? Uh, this is for everyone, and it's and Jalen is not uh, included in this. Who needs to play less? So we can't say Jalen. No, Smith? no, no. He's Steel? at one hundred percent. Steel. Karen Steel. Oh, you guys. Helicopter? Yeah, I was about to say, where are you guys? There's no bombs falling on it. Derek, we're at the Tostitos Championship Plaza at Ford Center, the fun town RV tailgate. You never know who. I thought that might be Jerry Jones, to be honest with you. So, um, who needs to play less? Terrence Steele's a great answer. Um, hmm. <laughs> I no. You know what would be better? I should have sent a really long text message to you guys beforehand. Then you could have no, looked at it. Terrence Steele's the right answer. If, if you can't say Jalen Smith, Terrence Steele's the right answer. Yeah. Who needs to play more? I actually I wanted to argue. I wanted to argue with Derek in the previous segment. I like a, same thing as same thing as Tyler Biotish. Get get Trayvon Diggs on the field. This like I like this is. This is a trial by fire. This yeah. is where I see what you've got, and I'm trying to mold you into a quality starter for next year when we retool and try again. Like that's. But I thought you told me. I thought you said earlier this week on the show that if Cheeto's healthy, you'd have Cheeto out there playing this yeah. week. I would have Cheeto. Okay, so- I would have Cheeto and Trayvon on the boundary, and AB is my nickelback. That's what I would do. I think so. Tra- when it's just two corner, but when they're in base defense, would you have would you have him on the field? Yeah. Trayvon. Yes. Over yeah. Brown. Yeah. Okay. That's I I mean I, I he needs to play. Like you need to figure out what you've got in him. And also like I'm I'm so impressed by his demeanor. He doesn't Me really too. he doesn't seem affected by the the struggles that he's had. I tell you who I think needs to play less is Jordan Lewis. I don't I, disagree. I, I, love, I agree with that. Love the guy. I mean, one of my favorite players that have been here that's been here in a long long time. It's been time. really disappointing yeah. because I've I've thought I've saw I saw so much potential in Jordan Lewis and he's put up some great plays on the field in previous years like last year but man I I was really hoping him to be able to do something better this year and it hasn't been the case so it's really this We thought I mean we ranked him as the best best cornerback on the team in June yeah. and felt pretty good about it 
Yeah. Which, man, I think Cheeto was probably the right answer. I know, like, Cheeto, people love to hate on Cheeto, but I think he's a pretty good player. Yeah. The whole thing was a mess. Go ahead, Dirk. I'll give you guys another name of a guy I want to see a little less of. And it's it's not so much about him, it's about the guys behind him and Dorrance Armstrong. When I heard the coach talking this week and saying Dorrance, he mentioned Dorrance as the guy he wants to see out there or that will get the benefit of, of getting more opportunities. I actually wanted to see more of Randy. I wanted to see more of Bradley and I. Like, I'd rather see those guys because I think I know what Dorrance Armstrong is, and, and that's just kind of a, you know, he's, a, he's an okay player, I guess, at best. Uh, I want to see those other guys more than I want to see him at this point. That was actually, that was me that asked Mike that question, and I, I asked it because I was like, all right, well, let me find something for the fans to get excited about, you know, I'll, you know, Randy Gregory and Bradley and I like they'll get he some more snaps. You, and McCarthy answer. was like, "Well, it'll it'll be Dorrance Armstrong." I was like, "Come on, Mike, you got to work with me, man." That's God. you got to give me. He never really says anything, and then he chooses to say that. Literally, he like I just thought he was gonna be like, "Yeah, Bradley, Bradley and Randy definitely deserve more opportunities." He was like, "Don't forget about Dorrance Armstrong." I'm like, fans don't want to hear that, Mike. No, they don't. <laughs> We've already forgotten. Derek, you know what? Something Derek doesn't want to hear is the fact that they just brought out a bunch of Wingstop over here. So oh, they are taking and very French good fries. care of us here at yeah. the Tostitos Championship. Plaza. All right. You're killing me. It's that time. All right, that's it. That's what I'm ordering for lunch. Got it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, it's that time. Let's start with you, Derek. Pick for the game. All right. Um, I think this is a pretty clear and easy choice this week. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Philly. Um, although I do think there will be some moments in this game when we will be, we will all be pleasantly surprised with Ben DiNucci. He will make some plays offensively, but I just think right now everything about this to me goes back to the fact that I don't think this offensive line will be able to protect him. And I think he'll be running for his life all day. I think there'll be moments when he'll make plays. I think there'll be moments when he probably makes mistakes. And those mistakes will be enough that, that ends up uh, costing them the game. Uh, I think it's, probably going to be a 24 to I don't know 17 game uh Cowboys lose but it's not going to be a it, it will be a game that that they're in it just won't they just won't have enough to be able to be filling um I agree with everything that Derek said and you know the Cowboys do it to me every week I start thinking that there's a little hope in there a little bright light at the end of the tunnel and then nope disappointment comes again and especially after losing in Washington uh, there's no way I just don't trust the Cowboys right now I don't trust the O-line I absolutely do not trust their defense so yeah Cowboys lose uh, and it's gonna be an ugly score probably they get to score maybe maybe if they get lucky like 12 points or something like that but the Eagles are gonna score high 20s all right I, you know, I I've brought up 2015 a lot this week, and I think that's actually what this is going to look like. I think between the defensive changes mm-hmm. and maybe the juice that Danucci can bring, like, I think this will look scrappier. I think they, you know, they'll they'll be juiced up a little bit more. They're not going to be out of it at halftime against a terrible team like they were last year, but they don't have they don't have the firepower to compete. I don't, you know, Danucci even with Zach Martin, even if with Joe Looney back, I think that's a rough matchup. I don't like this defense against Carson Wentz. Jalen Rager's coming back, their first-round receiver, who's pretty damn good in his own right. Um, so I see this being competitive into the third, and then the Eagles pull away. So I, I, the final score I'm thinking is 31-9. 
maybe the Eagles or maybe the Cowboys get a handful of field goals. But I think it'll be like 17 to 9 in the third quarter, mm. and then the Eagles kind of score to make it look more lopsided than it is. But I just I cannot pick the Cowboys to – I definitely can't pick them to win, and yeah. I, I have a hard time even thinking they keep it within 7 to 10 points. Yeah, you can't pick them to win this game. Uh, I agree I, with all you guys. I, I think it'll be – I think they'll show a little bit more – Heart and effort in this yeah. game. I, I, I mean, have to. I mean, you, it was embarrassing two weeks ago. You, you become the laughing stock of the NFL after you, what you did to Washington. So if you don't have any pride at all and, and come back in this game, then you don't have it. And then we're going to find out a lot about that. But I don't think they have the talent to to compete. I, I agree a little bit more with Amber's score. I think twenty seven sixteen. And I, I think they'll they'll you know I think it'll be an eyebrow game for like first quarter and a half. Like oh well okay. But then <laughs> Dave rubbing his eyebrow. Oh, well, yeah, it's always anyway. an eyebrow game. <laughs> I do that anyway for Dave. I just meant more of a raised eyebrow game. Like oh you can't you just see Derek's face like mm, mm. and you guys and you guys. Yeah, I can ima- I can hear Derek right now being like okay Danucci. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Derek, you want to do the honors and wrap this up because I don't have the I don't, I don't I can't go with radio as long as you. So okay, well, let's see. Uh, we we appreciate you guys joining us uh, for the Funtown RV tailgate. These last two days have been fun. But I guess the guys are out there. I wish I could have been out there today, but we'll be back in studio on Monday. We'll tell you guys what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Nick Even, Dave Helman, Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleson. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio. He called in just so he could do this. That's why. That's what this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?